0: Welcome back to Look Who's Talking. Some of these kids can play. How about these rookies? How about those bills? And how about Tiger Woods? He's the new Jesus. Here we go. Welcome back to Look Who's Talking, everybody. Welcome back to Look Who's Talking, everybody. It's episode 29. We're fired up for another NFL podcast that you keep sharing and you keep loving. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, We are here in Markland Studios in uh, Meadowvale, Canada. I'm just going to skip the rest of it. (laughs) Meadowvale, Canada. Mark Wood Studios. Mark Wood Studio. Home of Silvenzo. There you go, which was apparently a really big party this weekend. Oh man,
1: they burned it down. Yeah, you you, you know, you... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm going on a streak now. I went to Montreal for the wedding uh, yep. last week. His
0: 69th ninth wedding or something. Sixty-seven.
1: There you wedding. go. Cousin Alex and the
0: crew. If you met uh, this guy, that would be hard to believe. But you know, he's got a big family. Between that and the invasion of
1: people coming from Montreal back to this party, I've been displaced. The last nine nights, I've slept on eight different beds. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. That's eight unlucky
0: people. <laughs> <laughs> It's nuts, let me tell you. How's your back? It's hurting. <laughs> yeah, there you go. You've been walking around with that lurch all day. I just thought you were like, I don't know. I got to get back on that inversion chair. Yeah. Moving, Todd, grooving. Todd, Todd Haley does that. And whatever whatever he's doing is working. Because Baker looks great. Woo! You know what? He's good. He knows he's good. And I like him. But uh, you know who else knows he's good? <laughs> Even when everyone else gave up on him. Tiger, Tiger Woods, baby! Tiger, Taka Woods, y'all. Um, that was glorious this weekend. We're going to get into football in a second, but Tiger won the, uh, the Tour Championship. He didn't win the FedEx Cup. Uh, Justin Rose did. He just keeps winning everything. Uh, if you don't like golf, you still might like Tiger, so just give it a chance. <laughs> it's just a different thing. Uh, he's definitely just, you know, a one of a once-in-a-lifetime guy, and everybody knows it. And the only thing greater than what he was doing before you know, just winning, you know, the Tiger Slam, five straight majors he won for a couple years there when he you was younger. Tiger Slam, I remember. The Tiger that. Slam, man. That was awesome. That was cool. And I mean, so that's burning your memory. He was, you know, he was the, on his way to being the greatest of all time. And then, you know, uh, he's not perfect. No, not 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 one bit. He was uh, you know, he was like twenty-one years old, he had like a billion dollars. And uh, he really liked pancakes and the ladies that were bringing them. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, if you ever go to an IHOP, like, it's hard to have a bad time there. <laughs> uh, Tiger just, he probably, like, Bruce Wayne the thing. You know, he'd order pancakes and then, like, buy the restaurant. <laughs> what a mob scene, walking up 18. But it looked like Woodstock,
1: man. It, it, it was
0: a throwback. No, a throwback to, to Jesus. All right? Yeah. People are following him. People with absolutely no view on their cell phone of the man are still holding it up religiously to make sure that they might catch a glimpse of his ever-balding head. But this man is on his way to more titles. Everyone can feel it. It's like, uh, God, it's like an amazing movie that gets put out every couple weeks when he's really good. The fact that he hit rock bottom for someone who was the biggest sports star in the world. Like, I, I really, really, literally... I knew Michael Jordan in a sport that had never had really any, like, you know, colored success before. You know, VJ Singh, a couple of other guys, but to be honest, you know, it's Tiger, let's be honest. It's just like when Canada uh, was on its way to its gold medal in Vancouver, and we were beating the U.S., and then uh, Brian Gianta, Brian Farvin Gianta scored with nine seconds left in the third period. And so it was, we, we got sent to overtime. Everyone in Canada... Wherever the hell you are, you know where, where you were for this moment. Probably even more for where the golden goal. Because that's the moment you, you kind of died inside. Because Luongo wasn't looking good in, you know, at all. And we figured we were going to lose the shootout. Everyone kind of sensed we'd lose the shootout. We had lost the shootout earlier in the tournament. And so everyone was scared to death. We had hit rock bottom as a fan nation. And then Sid the Kid puts it in between the legs. He celebrates like it's an overtime goal, and then he realizes it's the biggest goal in our country's history, maybe besides Paul Henderson, and, uh, but, you know, in our generation especially. And then this glee came out of him, and he became every single Canadian hockey-playing kid in the entire world. And uh, just gloves, stick, see you later. And because they went from winning to absolutely probably going to lose and then back to winning, it was the greatest thing ever. And Tiger, the only thing that was ever going to be greater than just some sort of crazy Pete Sampras run, basically, of just boring dominance, was to watch a guy fall off the farvin' ship, swim back, chase it, and it took seven years to do it?
1: I'm not just going to sit here and let you slander pistol Pete Sampras, okay? (laughs) (laughs) That he reigned with class and dominance,
0: okay? It's true. He doesn't like Pete. But uh, anyway... That tiger thing was amazing, and uh, we're fired up for him being back. He knows he's good. Tiger, Phil, November. I can't wait. Ten million dollars. Oh it's God. changing. It's gonna change golf. If you don't like it, you're you're you're, you're mental. Okay. See, the the PGA
1: made him scale back the prize money. They didn't want it to be more than the FedEx Cup. Oh, okay. Or even equal. So they knocked it down from ten million to nine million, as if either one care. PGA you know, flexing their muscle a bit. But this is a slippery slope. What if Speeth and Thomas want to play heads up and get Oscar De La Hoya to promote it <laughs> down Las Vegas Boulevard? It's a free farming country. Golf might turn into somewhat of a combat like sport. Boxing. Like you know, it's just like,
0: where's the cash? Yeah. I don't, I'm not scared of that. It's going to be awesome. Hey, it's a slippery slope. If Tiger Phil's a success, are you going to watch? Of course I'm going to watch. Of it's going to be a success. <laughs> you can already bet on it. Anyway, uh, it's, 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 it's wicked watching uh, stuff like that. You know, we might be watching the beginnings of, 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 a, of a lot of great careers. Baker Mayfield, doubt him. You know, Oklahoma, I, I, they just have quarterbacks that, that throw thousands of yards passing because, you know, the Big 12's not really good at defense. But Baker's, uh, Baker's I think Baker's special. I mean, not like... You know, not Hall of Fame special, but make no mistake, this guy can play, and I think the Browns have found their quarterback. There's just a couple throws where you're like, that's an NFL throw, 100%, 110%. I'm not sold on him 100% yet, but I like Baker. He knows he's good. and I, His cockiness is, seems a bit less empty now, doesn't it? Oh, I'm telling you, man, the
1: Thursday nighter with Baker's debut, uh, two terrible franchises. On an off Thursday was must-watch television. Must-watch. With Joe Buck and Troy in the booth. Yeah, Baker looked good.
0: Um, And again, uh, his coach just looks like a bit more of a balloon for, I mean, why are you wasting three games? Yes, I get it. You know, the the Brett Favre Aaron Rodgers thing of tutelage, you know, ideally, sure, it's great. It's 2018. People don't have time for that, especially when they know the other kid's better. They're willing to watch their guy, struggle a bit, because then you just get closer to him being more experienced and ready. You know? Even if you wait a year, ideally, unless you're Pat Mahomes, you're going to have, you know, a little bit of struggle early on.
1: This was an ongoing theme for me last season on Look Who's Talking. Tyrod Taylor. Can this guy catch a break, man? No. Makes the playoffs with the Bills for first time in 20 years. Should have had the Browns at 2-0 and on... Un- for a whack-ass kicker. I keep hearing this. Now, but it, hold on, hold okay, on. Okay, fair, fair. But come on, man. Now he's going to be out of the league. <laughs> Playoffs, Brown's 2-0. Oh, he's a savior. You talk about Jesus. This guy's walking down the streets beating Pittsburgh and New Orleans back-to-back. And then they probably would have beat the Jets. They'd be 3-0 oh with this whack-ass kicker. But my
0: point is, is that they're not. And if, in, the, in the Pittsburgh game... They had five Pittsburgh had five turnovers. The Cleveland defense should have just won the game. Fortunately, Tyrod Taylor had horrible statistics that game. And even though, yes, the kicker missed at the end, any sort of decent NFL quarterback, it would never have come down to a kicker. You would have scored on more of those turnovers and you would have actually just won by ten. So don't tell me a kicker cost Tyrod Taylor a tie and a win. I'm saying a better quarterback would have won those games. Baker would have won him. I'm talking
1: about the butterfly effect. I hear and you. Tyrod in general.
0: Somebody just give him a hug, man. Get him one of those beers from the coolers. <laughs> I hope he got one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he probably didn't. I, no. He wanted, he, he, I don't think he's too happy right now. Baker's a starter. Uh, apparently, yes. apparently, you know, their balloon head coach had to you know, watch some tape because maybe he was asleep during the game because uh, all of America was ready to start Baker. And uh, they're starting him. They're also starting Josh, Josh Rosen, Arizona Cardinals starting Josh Rosen. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Khalil Mack uh, oh ushered God. in the Josh Rosen era. He's got to stop this. He's <laughs> <It can> look <laughs> horrible.
1: <laughs> so that was intense. Bradford's done. Rosen's in, and they came uh, about 10 yards
0: short. Yep. The final drive. And, and in, like, Rosen's going to do better than Bradford. It's just, it's just watch the guys throw. Watch their confidence. Come on. Bradford's been injured so many times, he's scared to death out there. You know, now that I look at it, he's he's got even the worst uh, uh,
1: schedule, man. He's playing the Rams twice. Yeah. This, he's going into Seattle. Oh, yeah. Uh,
0: the Niners, you know, tough team now. But again, you put some talent on the field, you never know what can happen. Look at the Buffalo Bills, which, by the way, I've never been so thrilled watching my survivor pick loose. Hey, hey! Yeah, Weird Mike won our Survivor after two weeks. <laughs> How about that, hey eh, boys? I'm sure a lot of you out there probably lost your Survivor. Uh, wherever you are, by the way, listening to you, Look Who's Talking. Uh, hello, bonjour, hola, priviet, Uh ni hao, and we appreciate all of you. You guys are far and awesome. It was our biggest episode ever last week, so Absolutely. keep on sharing. Keep on loving it. We really appreciate it. Check out our Instagram, at Who's Talking. Uh, make sure... Whether you're on iTunes, Google Play, or Spotify, or Stitcher, please rate or review if you like the show. Uh, and you're listening, so you probably like it. All right? So thank, thank you, Farm, very much. You guys are awesome. Uh, anyway, uh, if, yeah, and especially if you lost your Survivor pick, too, on uh, me telling you to pick the Bills, which I would never pick against because it just feels weird, but it was a weird week. It's week three. There's always weird stuff. I had... Uh I would have been long
1: out of that high roller survivor. (laughs) Yeah. Even with the Saints. You know, I'm telling you, it it was a good thing that happened.
0: Yeah. I would have been long gone. So me and Huck lost. We both picked the Bills to lose to uh, the Vikings. And I don't know if we all saw, but the Bills have a farbent quarterback. This kid from Wyoming. They do. Look, he's just got a high upside. Okay, again, you can spot ceilings. For instance, I don't think Dak Prescott's is very high. All right. Patrick Holmes doesn't have a ceiling. That guy plays in outer space. All right? Uh, Josh Allen, yo, that kid, that kid can play football. Uh, he's got a big arm. His, he looked better on shorter passes. He was he's just a, a good athlete out there against an athletic Vikings defense. And this wasn't lucky. This wasn't a lot of turnovers. This was the Bills just played a better game, you know, pretty much all around.
1: Uh, he's humble. The kid is humble. Okay, you don't go to Wyoming if you're some brash talking. Well, you know. I think he's from Wyoming. He went to Wyoming cuz it's like
0: down yeah. the street. He's humble and it's gonna <laughs> it's gonna translate in Orchard Park. Well, humble's a funny word. Look, Twitter's a, a funny thing, especially because it's been around so long. So like my left stroke just <laughs> went viral. <laughs> like someone put an NFL meme up on Instagram and it was uh <laughs> this guy, it was like it said in the text, this guy just beat the Vikings, tw- you know, twenty-seven-seven, and then it was a tweet from twenty-twelve by Josh Allen that said, "I love penis." <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's bizarre. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I'm not gonna let my kid get Twitter till he's like twenty-two. I don't think. Be t- anyway, don't have kids. <laughs> Although I constantly tell people, Craig Waits is my son, Brent's brother. <laughs> all
1: all the, there's uh, people who
0: come to me at SWS ski shows and they're like, "Oh, so your son did the barefooting?" I'm like. I- you were just having wine, eh? You weren't really watching. <laughs> um, nice deep
1: red on the lake. Yeah, man. Uh, did you? All the rookie QBs are playing though, just to put a bow on that.
0: Yep, they're all in. They, hey, they're all in. Rosen's in. Darnold's in. Baker's in, and none of them are going anywhere. It's not even the quarter poll. Yeah, that, that was it. Wow. Patience is uh, your week four headlines were a uh, week early, man. Yeah, I know. They're all well I'm gonna. Pl- I'll play them a bit later at the end of the show. Um, because, look, I haven't been right on everything. I've been wrong on a couple of things. I'll tell you those things, too. But the ones that I'm right on, I was right on a month ago. And they're true now, especially with the Parvin Cowboys. Uh, which brings me to my Truth of the Week. Hey, Yo, you might have just made a fact just now. That's some real shit. Truth of the Week, folks. The grass isn't always greener. Sometimes it is. But isn't it apparent now? that Tony Romo should have come back, taken his job back a couple years ago on the Cowboys, and led that team to at least an attempted championship? Isn't that obvious now? It's Tony Farvin Romo, okay? One day, we're going to be talking about Tony Romo's almost Hall of Fame career, and reminiscing, trying to remember the name of that fifth-round pick from Mississippi State that replaced him. Because the whole team was playing amazing. They had Dez. They had Witten. They had Williams. They had Weapons. They had Sean Lee healthy. O-line. The best O-line in football and a a good secondary. And Weird Mike would have looked good behind center in a Dallas Cowboys outfit. All right? But everybody loves the shiny new toy. You know? Tony Romo is Woody from Toy Story. (laughs) Dak Prescott came in as Buzz Farvin Lightyear. And Woody was kicked under the bed. (laughs) Hey, buddy, don't even come back from injury. All right, we're good. We're the Dallas Cowboys. We barely have a self-esteem anymore. We're 3-0. We're keeping the kid. All right? We're running a college offense right now. But, yeah, yeah, you can retire. A basic college offense. Right. I'm uh, I'm not saying Dak's not good but a good coach, a real football coach that wasn't a puppet of the owner and the fans and just trying to keep his job by staying trendy, a good football coach would have known Tony was still way better, way better. And it wasn't even close. The grass isn't always greener. Now, sometimes it is, you know? Sometimes it is. Pat Mahomes, shiny new toy. Wow, throws the ball way farther, way more accurate than Alex Smith. Good football coach, Andy Reid. Let's Alex Smith go after he took him to the playoffs three or four years. It's a good football coach. Okay? Look at them right now. Good one. Dak Prescott, never going to be as good as Tony Romo. And Tony Romo, classy guy. Plus, you know, he's a bit injured. But Bill Parcells would have went and far and got him. All right? A good football coach would have been like, hey, Tony, I need you. Take us back to the playoffs. This is like any given Sunday.
1: Jake Lamar. Or what's his name?
0: It was, um, uh, what's, his, uh, what's his name? Jamie Foxx. Al Pacino. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was trying to think of his coach's name in the movie. Right, right, right. With the, the inches, you know. It's a great speech. I yeah, got it yeah. on my iTunes. Look, listen to me. You ever want to get far, fired up uh, on my flyboard playlist, you know, if I'm trying to get excited. Or, hey, if I'm just trying to get out of bed because I'm lazy. All right. Really? R- the Rudy. No, no. i get out of bed. The Rudy tryouts, uh, the Rudy soundtrack tryouts, the symphony, you'll farve and love it. You'll run faster than you've ever run before. And the inches speech from any given Sunday, it's pretty good. But he, even in the movie, he got his old broken quarterback to come back to lead him to the playoffs because he needed it, needed some experience, needed a guy with a higher ceiling, a guy maybe going to the Hall of Fame. And he was still on your roster. And you're like, no, I want the shiny new toy. Me and Buzz Lightyear are going to the park, all right? Well, it's two years later. Cowboys' offense looks anemic, and their boobless cheerleader of a head coach, Jason Garrett. I think his time is up, and I called it four weeks ago. You'll hear it later. That was the truth of the week. The grass ain't always greener, baby. Have a longer memory. Be a football coach. You know,
1: you kind of uncovered a weird rock there, Jeffrey. You like that? First of all, I like the rock. I haven't heard anyone say that. That was nice. But uh, you should be able to bet... On NFL storylines. Right? And oh! Like, oh, that'd be amazing! Uh, you, you can already bet on some coaches' fire.
0: Yeah, I did. Yeah, but some, that's not a rotating Some websites line. are lethal. By the way, wow. as insider trading, if you know you're getting fired, you could really smash on that, you know? It's <laughs> a pretty tight fraternity.
1: Let's give I, them the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, thing. I
0: would imagine. You, you. know, It's also like really bad for morale. <laughs> but that week
1: four headlines was, you know, if you could have bet on that, it right? would
0: plus 1,200, plus 1,500. Yeah. <laughs> we'll play them later, folks. I, Farvin nailed it, and I haven't been writing about a lot of stuff this year, like in my U-Picks, but we're back on track this week, I promise you. And how many people thought they'd be listening to a Toy Story metaphor? Great movie. <laughs> I got a half a tear rolling down my eye here. <laughs> right? Woody just kicked under the bed, man. He was in love with the, the doll yesterday. There's a snake in my boot. <laughs> all right, going now to the voice of God, Brent Waits, with the news that matters.
2: I've just been handed an urgent news story. All right, all right, all right. Thank you, Jeffrey. Week three, the news that matters. Jimmy G is down for the count, and all hope in the Bay Area is gone. Jimmy G, Garoppolo, uh, suffered a torn ACL Sunday against KC on a scramble, trying to get a couple more yards, and was, was hit out of bounds. A lot of people are calling it avoidable in that he could have ran out of bounds earlier and just lived to see another down. See the Eli Manning example of, yeah, being healthy for your entire career. Um, but in comes C.J. Beathard for the remainder of the year, and that's kind of why I said all hope is gone in the Bay Area because, yeah, what are you going to do with C.J. Beathard? Um, Kyle Shanahan is a very bright coach, um, and we'll see if they can make it work, but he's really not surrounded by a whole lot of talent, just as Jimmy wasn't, so better luck next year. Um, But as some internet watchdogs were quick to point out, we may have been able to see this coming after all. Um, There's a questionable theme that they pointed out um, connected to players hanging out with adult actresses. Starting with Reggie Bush and Kim Kardashian, not that she's a an adult actress, but I'm sure a lot of you are familiar with what I'm talking about. Deshaun Watson, spending time with Mia Khalifa, and now Jimmy G. And uh, as we mentioned earlier, he was uh, hanging out in Beverly Hills with Kiara Mia, all of which have some uh, content out there that you would not be allowed to look at 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 work. So the moral of the story, um, if your girl has videos on The Hub, a season-ending injury may be around the corner. Week three, talk about a weird one. Uh, It's going to go down as underdog week as a lot of heavy favorites were upset, um, including Detroit beating the Patriots, Tennessee beating Jacksonville, Washington beating Green Bay, and last but not least, the 17-point underdog Buffalo Bills and Josh Allen stopped on Minnesota um, to disbelief. It's almost as if these teams do not care about any of our survivor pools, um, as Jeff, myself, and Mr. Media himself are all out, and Weird Mike, after picking the Browns, somehow is still alive, despite his week one loss. From a fantasy perspective, is also a bizarre week, um, as a lot of number one receivers took the week off, including Julio Quintoris-Jones, OBJ, DeAndre Hopkins, Keenan Allen, Tyreek Hill, Amari Cooper, Devontae Adams, A.J. Green, and Antonio Brown were all beat by the second receiving option on their teams. In summary, week three, go away. Uh, let's get back to normal here and with the Pats winning. Week three is in the books, and once again, we've got some outraged Green Bay fans um, and Clay Matthews getting a whole lot of roughing the passer calls. A lot of debate going on. Is the league getting soft? Are they going too far with this? Um, And really, I think they're just trying to avoid what happened last year, which was unwatchable football because Aaron Rodgers was hurt. Now, this isn't the first time the NFL has sort of adapted on the fly to star players getting hurt. Case in point, 2008, Tom Brady goes down in week one from a gross knee injury after he got tackled, blow the knee, and was out for the year. So there's no denying that the NFL is a far more watchable product when the stars are in the game. And, you know, it's, again, it's it's tough in those transition years, and, you know, right away, like the people that have been practicing their whole lives according to one set of rules, you know, it will take some time to adjust. So I hear what you're saying, Clay Matthews. But overall I think this is better for the league. Uh, you know, we don't wanna watch Brent Brett Hunley. The team was awful. It was it was terrible. And, you know, if you look at other sports leagues, like this this isn't anything new. You know, I'm talking hockey, I'm talking basketball. Both in the last five to ten years have made some serious changes in the game and sort of the rough play that it was formally allowed. Like Jordan's era, people talk about how you know how much rougher the game was and you couldn't, you know, drive the bucket without getting knocked up by a big man. Uh, but now we've, you know, we've transitioned to this high skilled sort of three point shooting Steph Curry league. And it's, yeah, the ratings have never been higher and player injuries are, pro- are you know, down substantially, you know, hockey on the other hand as well, uh, you know, reducing fighting head checks to hockey. It's become a faster game. And, you know, some of these like big bozo guys that were just fighters are out of the league and, product really has never been better it's, it's faster it's got a bright future ahead uh, but what do you guys think hit us up on social we want to hear your thoughts is it too soft too far not enough let us know hit us up and back to you Jeffrey
0: all right uh, thank you voice of God Brent Waits and uh, by the way thanks for telling us uh, that you, uh, you always peace sitting down you know that's, uh, that's good news I'm, I'm happy for you and I'm glad you think you can tell us that you might notice by his silence, folks, the voice of God is not live here in uh studio with us this week. He's doing news from a different location because we are worldwide here. And look who's talking. Uh, hey, a piece sitting down, too. You know, sometimes you got to read the New York Times. I do it in the morning. My morning piece <laughs> sitting down. I think it's trending that way. I think my kid might be like, why'd you, guys, why'd you guys ever stand up unless you're outside? By the way, best thing in the world about being a guy, I'm assuming that's 90% of our audience, give yourself a little woo for every time you ever pee outside with nature. Love it. Uh, all right, Weird Mike, I'm giving you honors again this week. Um, we did a lot better this week than last week uh, at two and four. But uh, that's two losing weeks in a row for me. I'm going to get back on track. But you are, um, you know, you're, it was a weird week. Who better to, to crush it than Weird Mike? Weird week is right, boys and girls.
1: That 10% out there. Staying hot. Ravens took it down. Like I said, Ra- Broncos ran out of steam, put in a good first-half effort.
0: It's literally exactly what happened.
1: Nailed it to the T. Uh, this week, we're going to stay hot, and we're going to keep it rolling. We're 3-0. The Buffalo Farvin Bills, folks. And I say Farvin because they're plus 10 at Lambeau. Weird pick of the week. Lambo. Far the Lambo leap. Okay, (laughs) Buffalo plus ten. I said it last week as well. Vontae Davis sparked that room. You know, I. You're probably right. They got dog, bro. It's never happened before. Ever. Never happened before. I think we totally underestimated that. The kid comes in to pick up the emotional slack. And they shocked the world, folks. Okay? And I am sticking with it, not only because of the bills and their energy right now. Who the hell is Green Bay right now, folks? Okay? They got a one-point miracle win on Sunday night with Khalil Mack on minimal snap counts. Okay? They lost to Washington, who most people think is awful, and they tied the Vikings, who just got steamrolled. Aaron Rodgers is hurt. Make no mistake about it.
0: Okay. It's affecting him. It's affecting him. I, I
1: believe all it takes is a spark to turn into a fire in Orchard Park. We know that better than anybody. Indeed. They put that table ban. Yeah, right. Yeah, right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you don't know your crowd. <laughs> more tables. There was more tables. I've, the Instagram's full of it. And like Now it's funny. It's like a video game. You're watching the cops run around like an old cartoon. <laughs>
1: The Bills are unbelievable. If they somehow pull out the win, I'm not saying that. I love the plus 10. That's the weird pick, folks. Okay? The kid, Josh Allen, Superman jump, Superman dive. They're not going to make the playoffs, but there's a little spark here, and they're catching Green Bay at the exact right time. Uh, Clay Matthews is shook over there. He doesn't know what to tackle. <laughs> <laughs> He's
0: pulling his hair yeah. out. It's bizarre. It's bizarre. <laughs> Look, do You see, McCarthy almost steamrolled the referee. He had to backtrack faster than I've seen most people run backwards. as Someone said, you should have just let him stand there and, like, take the charge. Like. So,
1: yeah, Green Bay was like a Super Bowl fave, legit, like top three. And the Bills obviously weren't. Yeah. Uh, it's just opposite ends of weirdness meeting in week four. <laughs> yeah. Okay? And let's just say that the Bills win, okay? Let's just say. It's not impossible. It's not impossible.
0: Not anymore. I've been, me and Huck are convinced. Rogers
1: pulls up Gimp in the first quarter, and now, you know, there's no difference between the Packers and the Cardinals. Right. <laughs> with, Deshaun Kaiser, Josh Rosen does all the same thing. Imagine, and now with the Patriots, little decline slip, that nah. Monday night game. That'll be Okay. At the Ralph, which was looking dead, I want to go now. Yeah, if they're t- if they got two wins, oh yeah, we're and going. And they're tied with the Patriots. We're far from going. We're going. We're gonna make that happen. Hawks driving. And we can take the van there that uh, Mike the Raccoons didn't take. Yeah, yeah. No, I Dirty Mike and the
0: Boys are staying on this side of the Peace Bridge, and with their mustard. You can get T-shirts by the way that say "Dirty Mike and the Boys." Yeah, I appreciate the honors and. Uh,
1: the mojo's still there. The kid's hot. He didn't even really have to play the fourth quarter, so he's rested. It's not like he was overloaded at yeah. any one point. Uh, weird game. Maybe some weather. Bills plus 10. Keep the undefeated train going. There you go. I'm I knocked on wood as I said that, folks.
0: I like it. Um, I think you need to have a longer memory, and I think we all do with the Bills. Uh, you know, they were a playoff team last year, and w- in spite of bad quarterback play. Very, very safe lack of interception quarterback play. But they 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 realistically weren't even really passing the ball that much. So you gotta have a longer memory. This is a playoff team, and they seem like they have an upgrade at quarterback. hmm I believe it. Josh Allen, I don't care if you love penis. I love winning. <laughs> all right. Let's farm and go. <laughs> um all right.
1: I don't like you keep saying his name with that word. Okay. <laughs> He's not he, that. He, he tweeted it. <laughs> I know that was a long time ago, man. Let's not all dig up each other's old Twitter, okay? At weirdmike Twenty Four. That's true. I got about ten uh, tweets on the board.
0: yes Yeah, mine's at Jeff Hewlett. G E O F F H U L E T. can also fo- follow uh, Fantasy V O G uh, on Twitter. Oh, the Fantasy V O G. Um, yeah, I didn't even. Ha- I, I just stopped Yo! using Twitter for like four years. So like, you look up my old tweets. Yeah, that's, a, that's an old Jeff. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, we're getting all right, right into, look, my Hugh again, have, have the long view with all this stuff, okay? Don't be too impressed or unimpressed on a week-to-week basis. I'm we'll going with New England at home over Miami. Besides the Wildcat game, it's been a pretty safe pick for the past decade. Shout out downtown Ronnie Brown. Downtown Ronnie Brown. Minus six and a half over Miami. And people freaked out about the Wildcat. Like, the sport had just changed. Right. <laughs> yeah. They're just hunting it to the running back. And it's about ten weeks. With, and with, a, with an option to the other running back. Yep. The Broncos ran the wild horse. Uh, they did, they drafted Tebow to do it. Anyway. Again, have the long view. Passing is going to win. So I'm taking Tom Brady over Tannehill by a touchdown at home in a must-win game for the Patriots, as I called. Four weeks ago, the Pats would get off to a bit of a shaky start, especially without Edelman. And, uh, yeah, well, have to get back on track this week. Six and a half's a nice number. Don't take it at seven. You want the six and a half, so buy it if it changes. Next, we're taking the Super Bowl champion Philadelphia. They've had their one week of uh, kind of, you know, getting back on track. Snuck out a tasty win over Indy. That was one of the games I got right last week. Indy covering. Solid pick. Loved it. One of my anchors. Yep. Uh, Philadelphia, minus three and a half over Tennessee. Tennessee, absolutely overperforming. Hey, I don't know how they got that done against Jacksonville. I expect to just not understand some games. Okay? Didn't watch it because it was 9-6. The Saints and Falcons were having the game of the week on the other channel. The red zone
1: never cut to the Jags No it <laughs> none, was, of the, none of the field goals were in the red zone <laughs> It was like this
0: game that took place in Turkmenistan Like Nobody was watching Anyway, the Jags lost, by the way um, Yeah, so we're taking Philadelphia Minus three and a half over Tennessee I think Philadelphia, just, they're just going to out-quarterback uh, Everybody Yep, Carson Wentz gets back on track Looks like a rock star again Remember, he was almost the MVP last year He's going to start looking like that again One week to shake it off Shake it off uh, all right, I'm taking Pittsburgh at home minus three over Baltimore next week. Yes, indeed. I like the home team in this series. I like the way Pittsburgh's looking. Uh, Let's get back on track again. This is gonna come. The AFC is gonna come down to Kansas City, Pittsburgh, and New England, and some other teams playing good that year. Just like the last four years. Okay, just like we called. I'm taking Indy minus one. Ah. Uh, Against a very desperate Houston team, well, I just don't think they're going to get it done. Andrew Luck's four games in now. Better quarterback. I'll take him. At home, I love their coach too. Bill O'Brien's on his way out. Frank Reich just signed up for the next 10 years. They love him. He's a great guy. Former Bill's quarterback who led the biggest comeback of all time against the Houston Oilers in a playoff game. Yep. Some of you kids went around for that. It's okay. Ask your dad. We've taken Detroit plus three. In Dallas Again Coach on the way out Coach just got there And they love him now Alright Fascinating angle You like that? I like Stafford over Dak I think I like most quarterbacks Over Dak For the way I look at this league Even all these rookies starting nah, Dax just doesn't do it for me bud Romo should still be playing Hashtag free Romo Even though he's a great broadcaster Alright And our last pick of the week Taking the Kansas City Chiefs Until they prove me otherwise Alright Minus 5 Look in 2007, the New England Patriots started off so hot on offense that if you just picked them for the first eight weeks of spread, Vegas just never caught up. That's going to be Kansas City this year, okay? If I can get them by over, by under a touchdown over anybody, maybe except New England or the Rams, uh, I'll take them right now until you figure out how to stop Mahomes. That guy's for real. You don't have to look twice. He's for real. He's farming awesome. Anyway, they're minus five over Denver, in Denver, on Monday Night Football, which used to be amazing. But what the hell's wrong with Monday Night Football lately?
1: Jason Witten is wrong with Monday Night Football. He's
0: brutal. Anyway, those are my Hugh picks. You!
1: I like uh, Indy big time. Nice pick.
0: Houston blows, man. Yeah, I mean, they're they're going to come out with a lot of effort, but some of the clock management stuff and some of the coaching. I see, Bill O'Brien's just... Really unimpressed me the last few weeks. Just like McCarthy. McCarthy went to, the, went to the first half with a timeout left. He let Washington drain the clock for like two minutes inside their 20 right before the first half. I'm telling you, it just changed the game. Give Aaron a chance. In 29 seconds, he got them somewhat in field goal range. With a minute and a half, he would have scored. I feel like Deshaun is shook. Yeah, Deshaun that. looks shook. Something's up. Something's going on. I, mean, Again. I don't know if he's afraid to get injured or... It was a it's... major injury. It was a major. Injury. Not everyone just comes back from injury, you know. Just dominates. Like Adrian Peterson. You know? It's like, yeah. Who's How's your up? knee? I'm gonna win the rushing title. You know? I'll tell you
1: ABD's <laughs> gonna I was having some kind of resurgence, man. He's taking the skins. I got him in fantasy. I oh, love baby. it. I like uh, I like the indie pick. I'm surprised. it's you know,
0: it's a fishy line, man. It is minus one. It was minus two and a half, bunch of money on Houston. So I'm sticking with Indy. I like it. Frank Reich, I like their coach. I like their quarterback. Luck looks good. Uh, he was against a very tough Philly defense last week. They
1: played two road playoff teams you in a row. That's what I mean. At Carolina and at Philly. Yep. And they
0: won. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, I'm taking Indy. And, uh, yeah, really fired up for that Kansas City-Denver game. Feels like an old montana Elway game. It's awesome. Except, yeah, Monday Night Football sucks now.
1: The guy in the Monday Night booth sounds like... A wrestling commentator. And
0: Jason For Witten, the love of God, 97 yards to the house. I bet Jason Witten's one of those guys where, like, off camera, he's got a ton of personality. Everyone's like, this guy's gonna be the best commentator ever. He's an old cowboy. Look at him at the bar. He's a beauty. He knows everyone, he knows everything. And the, the lights go on, ready, set, action. And he farts. You know? <laughs> 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 and so that's what it looks like when they go to him in that pregame thing that used to be interesting. Now it's him trying not to shit himself. I just look shook. You know, let's have a broadcaster draft at the end of the show. Fantasy Voice of God will be pissed he missed it. But he would take Collinsworth first overall anyway. Wouldn't you, Brent? Over to our Fantasy Lord. Fantasy Voice of God. A couple tips for you.
2: All right, all right. Thank you, Jeffrey. Fantasy News Week 4. It is the first bye week of the season, so you're probably going to have to be a little more active on the waiver wire than you have been previously. So, a couple names to run through if they are still available in your league. Take a look at these guys. If you need a receiver, John Brown, Mike Williams, Calvin Ridley, Chris Godwin, Geronimo Allison, Tyler Boyd, Antonio Calloway, or Christian Kirk. Moving to running backs, Bilal Powell, Austin Eckler, Alfred Morris, Aaron Jones, TJ Yeldon, or Javarius Buck Allen. All awesome streaming options. If they're not already taken, and they might be, but take a look. Uh, moving to the tight ends, David Njoku with Baker Mayfield moving in as the QB. They uh, they showed a really great rapport in preseason, so he is a huge target right now. Uh, Tyler Eifert, surprisingly not owned in many leagues. He had a great week three showing. Uh, take a look. Dallas Goddard, as well as Austin Hooper. Another just general fantasy tip. Uh, if you listened to our show last year, you might have heard me mention, you need to get a fantasy news app, Okay. They're really important. Um, You know, obviously, there's a ton of content out there. If you like NFL, NFL NFL.com, among others, every news site in the world uh, covering sports. But you need to be able to get very quickly, in no time at all, you need to be able to cover, you know, sort of top-line news around the league. Um, So some of the favorite ones that I use, um, Roto-World. It's awesome for all sports. But uh, literally, it just gives you top-line. You can search players. um, But, you know, the news that matters, in short, um, injuries, you know how people are doing you know trade news, rumors around the league it's awesome essentially synthesizes Twitter for you big fan uh, very similar is the sleeper app uh, just great sort of inside perspective. you can search teams, certain of news from those feeds and beat writers around the country uh, very helpful so if you don't already have one. Grab it. Literally, you can check that for like five minutes a day, and you'll know what's going on around the league and be up to, up to date and not get fleeced in a trade deal by someone who just got hurt. And as always, if you have any more fantasy questions that we didn't answer, hit us up on social, especially me, on Twitter, at TheFantasyVOG. Back to you, Jeffrey.
0: All right. Thanks, voice of God. Uh, I lost my fantasy match yesterday. To the, By the way, the, I'm, I was facing the best team name ever. It's our buddy Everett. And his team name is the Titsburg Feelers. <laughs> and he beat me one fourteen to one thirteen. Fuck Favre,
1: me. I got a fantasy nugget for you, VOG. I changed my uh, fantasy team name to "Look Who's Talking." <laughs> <laughs> there you go. And I won. That boy. Uh, the highest point total of the week. Everybody chirped. My breeze, Thomas Stack. Oh, it's paying. out of control. Of it's paying off. It's sixty plus points a week. It doesn't even matter who else I got. You know Everybody what? Everybody just carries one carry, <laughs> and we're
0: good. <laughs> this is on us too. Michael Thomas might be the the least talked about incredible receiver, you know, of, of our time. He's he's awesome. Is he the new Marquez Colston? He gets more. He gets more, more receptions than that. He, he's, he, he's like averaging twelve receptions a game right now. It's insane. True story. Anyway, Michael Thomas, we see it, bro. The Ohio State. There you go. Um, yeah. Quick broadcaster draft here, okay? Well, we're, we're, we're each having a Super Bowl, and you get three broadcasters, all right? Total. Total. And Huck can throw in we one, th- you. one we mix? You want, you want to be the full three? Three each? No, okay. He's going to chuck one in. Fantasy, S- let's just assume Brent would take Collinsworth because he loves him. <laughs> Bati <Bye>, crease. <laughs> all right. Uh, I'll let you go first there, Weird Mike. It's wench week. <laughs> oh, it's Wench Week. Wench Week. Uh, Joe Buck, taking, my fave man. Taking Joe Buck. Love him. Wouldn't it, I don't I don't want him on my team, even though I, I like the games he calls because of how much he freaked out when Randy Moss fake moon the Packers crowd. It was like a guy revealing he had no penis. <laughs> it was like he be, he was a Munich. <laughs> anyway, Joe Buck first overall. I bet he'd be pumped about that. Um, yeah, I'm taking. Uh Al Michaels. Sunday night football. Yeah. Love it. Those yeah, those are your two huck? Yeah.
1: <laughs> you got Al doing play or uh, Al doing the color. He slides into the uh color seat for Joe. Well, that's what Huck in Huck's my, my Gotcha. Head. That's your huck. odd broadcasting fantasy. you sick farve.
2: <laughs> <laughs> those are the only two broadcasters I would ha- care to have broadcasting my Super Bowl game.
0: Yeah, you, you need someone else to add some like
2: maybe mix in like a Tony Romo. Yeah, oh! yeah, just, just for his crazy
0: noises. <laughs> I, I like him. I like Romo. He's, he's he, he might might be a might be my next round pick. Um, all right, you're taking Buck. I took Michaels, so you're up. I'm going with. Uh,
1: so now I got my play by play guy, and I want my color, and I'm gonna go with. Uh, Joe Theismann from the old school Monday. Joe, night.
0: the guy talked Oh, well, I got a couple of Joes in the booth. In the second round. <laughs> you know what? Somewhere the Theisman family is shaking hands. you are know like, like, wow, we didn't really see we didn't see that one coming.
1: If he wasn't good on Monday <laughs> night, I wouldn't be in love with football so much, man. That song and Yo, the late night. He was good. Sunday football, he was great. He was he good. He was unapologetic, and you know, now that I look back on it, All right. the was the, there you go. Joe Thysman a cats meow.
0: Worst knee injury I've ever seen, by the way. If you ever uh, Farvin, your lady? (laughs) Uh, And you want to not explode? (laughs) Think about the Joe Theismann injury. (laughs) No one's ever came to that. (laughs) Uh, Who's your deuce? Uh, I got Troy Aikman, baby. Al Michaels and Troy, you kidding me? What a rock star team.
1: I love it. My uh, my third pick is going to be in honor of the hockey season starting, coming up. Yep. And... His name is Joe Micheletti, and oh. he's on the NBC hockey crew at the NBC SN and Saturday game of the week. His name is exactly half of both my names. <laughs> I'll say that again. His name is exactly half of both my names M I C H E L E T T I. Joe Micheletti. There you go. There you Riding go. I
0: don't know my uh, broadcast dream team. Yeah. Also, you know, probably not thought to be a third round a third round pick, but that's okay. Um, Three Joes. Yeah, I'm going to take a guy. Uh, I, I just like how he mixes it up. He doesn't do a lot of games, but when he does, they're awesome. He's on NFL Network, and he's the best goddamn cornerback of all time, the dual threat man himself. Hair's so wet, it was dry. Deion Sanders, baby. Deion, Troy, totally different aspects of the game. Al Michaels making it all sound like football. Come on, whose Super Bowl do you want to listen to more? Joe Micheletti, some guy who sounds like he delivers pizza, or Troy Dion and Al. Anyway, uh, yeah, uh, for those of you thinking you're watching Monday Night Football on Mars, no, 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 that's just the new guys. and they, they suck. All right, we're going back to the voice of God who pees sitting down, and so do we all,
2: <laughs> with the news that doesn't matter. All right, all right. Best part of the show, news that doesn't matter. Here we go. Um, over to the Pats and the Lions game. Mr. Carrion Johnson broke a Lions franchise record and one that they probably wish they didn't have. He ended up being the first running back to break 100 yards rushing in a single game since 2013 when Reggie Bush did it. It's pretty embarrassing, somehow, that's over 70 plus games, like 75 games and multiple NFL seasons, that they couldn't manage someone to put up 100 yards rushing. This team really has been looking for a running back since Barry Sanders left. Uh, but hey, shout out to carry on. A record's a record, and keep keep it up, bud. Moving on to our celebration of the week. Now, folks, this is no Mickey Mouse award. If you don't deserve it, we're not going to give it to you. So it's been a couple weeks since we have, but we definitely have a deserving candidate this week. Taking it back to Thursday Night Football, Mr. Isaiah Crowell, former Brown, current Jet, facing off against his former team at home um you know had a huge first half of the game running in his second touchdown going up 14 zip against his old team and a great display of poor sportsmanship kids look away but he uh grabbed the football gave his bum multiple wipes and then just hucked it into the stands for the crowds to grab the ref immediately pulled out his flag like a key and peel sketch uh the hingle mccringleberry for multiple pumps uh I really wish Joe Buck was announcing this game because when he freaked out on Randy Moss for mooning Green Bay, that was like PG. This is this is well beyond that. He gave multiple wipes. It was everyone knew exactly what he was doing, but um, you know, Jets ended up losing that game um, with Baker Mayfield still in the show. But hey, Isaiah, you are a winner in our books. Moving from the Thursday night football to Monday night game, Vance McDonald. You probably know what i'm gonna say but holy crap this stiff arm heard around the world down in raymond james stadium amongst the wenches he delivered one of the most vicious vicious stiff arms i've ever seen uh on a huge toss from ben roethlisberger going down the left sideline um, strong safety chris Conte comes over trying to you know get a tackle and he's just not having any of it just a palm strike right to the face and threw him down with authority and ended up w- running it in for I think a 70 yard touchdown huge play in a close game at that point point. Um, and the the Bucs announced the other day that Chris Conte is now on IR and he has suffered a torn PCL so he literally stiff-armed him into IR and I didn't even know a PCL was a thing but you know ACL MCL I didn't know there was that many CLs but Good on you, Vance McDonald. It's a hell of a gif already. Twitter exploded, and you're a beauty. That wraps up the news that doesn't matter. Back to you, Jeffrey.
0: All right, that was the news that doesn't matter. Uh, Thanks, buddy. Man, that was, hey? That was funny. (laughs) 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 I listened like you did. Voice of God, you get me every time. That was jokes. That stuff, indeed, does not matter. Nope. (laughs) he vaunted out of here before the game yep uh that segment's picking up some steam yeah he's crushing
1: the shovel right now um yo i told you man before you rocked that yeah it's okay uh the mini season man i know you're you're weirdly on in this this weird september we're having it's going down man the mini season came through on a bunch of angles now you could
0: separate who is down with this year and who's maybe thrown in the towel didn't one of the boys mention that there's week three? There's something always something happens like that's oh my god, freaky? yeah,
1: big dog, aka Maddie, aka East End. <laughs> the guy wakes me up on Wednesday morning with a tweet or a text saying Buffalo's going to beat Minnesota <laughs> in our WhatsApp Treeway group, and I'm like, you're crazy. I'm hot. I'm uh, I'm not hearing that. I never bet against the Bills,
0: right. But he was saying week three. Don't ever pick against a 17 and a half point spread ever, folks. It's just yeah, not, never going to work out for you. It's like 10%.
1: I was talking about week three going back like 20 years. There's always a <laughs> shock the world scenario. Like a, a 10 plus dog winning every week three for like the last 20 I'm sure, years. I'm
0: sure everyone in their life has some friends that send them texts Two like of them won this week. Yep. Tennessee closed at 10 and a half, yep, man. Yep, yep, Blaine Gabbert beat Jacksonville who just smoked uh, Tom Ray in New England. It's a weird week. That's why you're crushing it, bud. Uh, you
1: could have definitely got middled there and lost both bets. <laughs> yeah. uh, we described earlier middling as some betting Shangri yeah. La. <laughs> you can't lose. Yeah. Folks, it's very real that you could lose both bets. And that Tennessee game, that happened.
0: By the way, that Bills upset that cost me and Huck our survivor lives, and a lot of you probably in survivor land. You know it was a 17 and a half point spread. I never thanked the Bills. You should, the one what I wanted? Yeah, you should thank the Bills. Send them some wings and, or some tables. Um, either way, there's a name for that. That's like w- the spread. When, when, like They were 17 and a half point favorites or underdogs. They won by over 17 points. It's the biggest upset in 23 years, by the way, as far as Vegas spread. And there's a name for it. It's like the, the, the dinosaur or something. The, the Megalodon? <laughs> Did you just make – is that a thing? <laughs> no, I was just thinking like a bigger shark. I feel like you just made up a dinosaur shape. No, no. The Megalodon was a movie. The Meg. Yeah. With Jason Statham. Okay. Was that what? Well, more importantly, is that what this upset is called? No, I don't. You were saying dinosaurs. Tweet us. So my let us wanted. know on Facebook or whatever, folks. What the hell is that called? We're going to call it the megalodon, um, which apparently, according to Maddie, happens week three every year. So look out. Thanks, man. bud. Hey, you want to let us, give us pics, too that you like. We will share them if we like them. All right. You can be part of look who's talking as well. We're all talking. All right. <laughs> uh, by the way, the talking that I did. About a month ago, with week four headlines, as Mike said, they happened about a week early. Uh, We'll try to play a little tidbit if uh, Huck Media Productions and our old stats lady, Leslie. uh, You know, if it's not too long. Either way, basically I said the Cowboys are going to fire their coach because they're going to lose two or three of the first three games. I said the Kansas City Chiefs are going to come out absolutely firing. I said everyone's going to be worried about the Patriots. And uh, don't be. But I said they lose a couple games. And, yeah, and that Baker Mayfield will be in because Tyrod sucks. So, there you go. Uh, <laughs> but I also said the Rams have a quarterback problem. Goff looks really good. So, I'm going to reevaluate that whole thing. They are uh, – it's still not on him, though. No, I know. But he, so, he's better he, than
1: I gave him credit for. He
0: hasn't won a game. No. Uh, they blocked a punt for a touchdown. Yep. He could be better. He's not Carson Wentz. He, that, Wentz was the number one that year. So,
1: that's why – uh, Atlanta beat him right. last year in the playoffs. Yes, exactly. And I see them
0: I in see, a similar situation again. I see
1: him as the luck, the next generation luck, like really, really baby steps. Yeah. Make the playoffs, lose. Make the playoffs,
0: win one game, lose. We'll see. But I got I got, I got, to give him a bit more credit. Uh, the Rams. Also, I don't know how the Titans are doing it. They got some weird magic going on of themselves. <laughs> Uh, you know, 9-6, there you go. A win's a win, baby. Anybody who ditched
1: Jeff Fisher Oh yeah, is, is prosperous right now. <laughs> yeah. I think, like, he was hanging around the Tennessee, like, in some kind of box roll or something, and they're like, you know what, you're out of here. Yeah. And now
0: <laughs> the tides have turned yep. in Titanville. <laughs> I'm better at my survivor drafts, like the show survivor. By the way, folks, it's the funnest thing to draft ever. It's a human hunger games where they don't kill each other. They just sort of, like, go behind each other's back. I, you know the show Survivor. I'm just saying, bet on it. It's a lot of fun. Are you in the pool this year? Of course I am. I, haven't even, I was in China for three years. I wasn't even watching the show. I just love being involved in what I still think is the coolest thing to bet on. Also, The Bachelor, if you if you got a lady friend, it's uh, just put some money on it, and uh, you'll watch it every Monday. Woo! Um, Recap that weird pick. Bills yeah. plus 10. Bills plus 10. Uh, the truth of the week, folks. Remember, the grass isn't always greener. All right. What have you done for me lately? Seems to be a question asked a bit too much. All right, Tony should still be the quarterback of the Dallas Farvin Cowboys. Uh, yeah, Voice of God, thanks for all your news and notes. And, uh, you know, you smell like Sex Panther, and uh, I know that's, that's, that's the way you like it. <laughs> Remember to follow us all on Twitter. Uh, I got a big shout-out to do for one of my friends. Yeah, for all the listeners in Beaches, East York, Toronto, Ontario, I want to give my friend Brandy Huff a quick shout-out. She's running for the public school board trustee position in the October 22nd municipal election. She's awesome. I've known her since I was a kid. Brandy wants an updated curriculum so all kids receive chalk talks, prepare them for the diverse and modern community we live in, help her avoid a Hail Mary by voting in the advance polls from October 10th to the 14th. Uh, voting stations are only a squib kick from all residences, so let the huddle behind Brandy and vote Huff public school board trustee, go to brandyhuff.ca. She's a beauty, and you're all beauties, and we help our friends. And, uh, yeah, Ward 9 for all you Toronto folks, in the beaches. I love it. Um, you're presently in Ward 9 in Mississauga. Did you know that? Am I? Markwood Studios. I might have actually said the wrong ward there.
1: Uh, Check that ward. That yeah, matters. what ward are I? I know.
0: Uh, basically, it says, yeah, beaches, East York. So you know, you know where you are. <laughs> I never really go east of the city that much. <laughs> I'm a westerner. Uh, now we're by talking the, politics on the show. I, I like it. Hey, just a little bit of local ones for a good cause, baby. Um, by the way, speaking of the West, <laughs> see what happened to Jimmy G? Oh my God! Look, I look. I, hate, I never want people to get hurt, so I feel really bad for him, and that's that. But he was just about to prove how mediocre he was for the rest of the season. Uh, <laughs> it's it's just not what you think, folks. That's 150 million dollars on a backup quarterback. Hope you get better soon, Jimmy. Hey, come prove me wrong, baby. Spite's a powerful thing. I use it every day. So does Weird Mike. Let's see if Weird Mike stays hot. Speaking of hot, we we'll are going to Bermuda in about six hours. Get ready for a weird episode next week, baby. Ah, uh, you got that right. <laughs> on behalf of Huck Media's mustache and the Titsburg Feelers, we'll see you later. Rate, review, subscribe. At look who's talking, at who's Talking and yeah uh, everybody's talking Just join us Woo!